There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for November 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who tried to get an injunction to stop Ricky Nixon publishing his book. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I didn't like what he was saying about me, Michael. Uh-huh. Um, it takes two to tango, buddy. <laughs> and if you're going to slag me off like that, then I don't want to hear, he, he, he paint, hear from you. He painted you as a temptress. I mean, that bit was true. <laughs> that bit was true. And, uh, I think he claims he put GH, G, GBH, GBH, GHB, GBH. GBH I put all of it. I put everything drink? into his drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I painted him in the nude. I didn't just take a picture. I uh-huh. painted him in his little shorts. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to the audio book version of it. Yep, yep. Toot, toot. Every page. <laughs> 18 hours. Of toot, toot. When you hear toot, toot. Turn, turn the, page. the page. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> and joining us is a very special guest. Star of the Friday Front Bar. On the AFL website, it's Mr. Sam Pang. Thank you, Michael. Thank Oi, man. you, Adam. Are you looking forward to Ricky, looking forward to Ricky's book? I came in here, I was thinking, what are we going to talk about the draft? And I was thinking, that, yeah, how, that's amazing that that's the news story, isn't it? Well, it, uh, it's great it, that it's in the news. Well, it's it's allowed to be published now, isn't it? Yeah, I can't wait. Self-published too. Self-published books are always <laughs> the best. Because if a publisher won't handle it, then you go, it's going to go through the roof. Yeah, whenever I hear about a self-published book, I really... I go straight to the per- the author, like actually, like putting the book together, like stapling Staple, it, yeah. and yeah. and and uh, just doing everything involved with the publishing of the book. Oh, see, I imagined him down at um, uh, the Port Melbourne Office Works. I picture him just <laughs> for like eight days oh, in yeah. a row, <laughs> just pumping them out. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to head down to Polyester on Brunswick Street, isn't he? That's the home of self-published publications. Yeah, I guess so. It would be more like a like an old school fanzine sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. is hand drawn pictures. Yep, in it. you join the Ricky Nixon fan club. Yeah, and you well, get you, sent the book. Yeah, and it's got like little puzzles in it, so you draw the you can join the dots and see uh, what picture it draws, and a pic, draws a picture of how he fucked up his career. Well, there was I <laughs> think fun. The, I think the judge said something like um, he kind of threw it out by the fact he could not determine who was telling the truth. Like you got to be living quite a life when you <laughs> when, when the, the law just goes. I don't believe any. I don't know who who. Is saying anything true here? You talk about his career. Do you remember when he launched? Was it was it called Club Ten? Yeah, Club Ten. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember who was in the ten? Uh, uh, all right. So we'll go. Let's play a game. A Dunstall. Yep. JD was in it. An Ablett. Ablett. A Carey. Carey. Yep. Gary Lyon. I think he was in it. Really? I'm pretty certain he was in it. Uh, Would plug her s- Alan Jakovich. Yeah? No. <laughs> I don't know, actually, in his, high, in his heyday. Was Sticks a bit late on the scene for that? I think he may have been. But what, I, what, what I'm saying is, as, uh, as Chambo, you know, I'm looking confirms, it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. That, that, when I, even I, as a you know, young man interested in marketing, yep. I could just see the genius of Club 10. He, he revolutionised, um, you know, 
footy management. He changed the landscape. He got the players the big bucks and he got them the, the, the merch money and all that sort of stuff that was yeah. kind of owed to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Modra? Uh, I, on the on Wikipedia, they've got mentioned club temp, but they only list five people. <laughs> <laughs> All the others are, are uh, involved in court action against Ricky <laughs> yeah, at the moment, yeah, so it's so only the five, five are Gary Ablett Senior, Wayne Carey, Jason Dunstall, Tony Lockett, Gary Lyon. So we, we, we're on the way. Yeah. Well, we did all right. No, 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 Jackovich, that's fine. That is a shame. Had some good years there. Who else could Are you going to read this book? Where is, it, is it, where is it available? You know what we should do? Get him on. We've been talking to people with books. You've been talking to authors. We've been talking to a lot of authors. Oh, oh can I just chicken. sit on the couch while <laughs> that's happening? On. Get the chicken train. We should do it live somewhere. Yeah. Like at a, I don't know, a, at schoolies week. Two filming up there. He's going to be here. (laughs) Two birds, one stone. (laughs) I think that's a chapter of his book, by the way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Two, two. Yeah. Don't I went to his live show. Have I ever mentioned that? What? I don't think you've mentioned it on the potty. I know that you went. He he played the Comets Lounge in North Melbourne. It's Steam Venue. And so he did a. Oh, when was it? Was it two years ago? Did a stand up show, essentially. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty full. Pretty full. The thing that annoys me, I paid like 30 bucks for it or something because two friends said we want to go along and I was like, I, could, I knew... Who those I, two friends? I get them on the phone. And yeah. I, knew, I, I knew I'd be able to get in for free, yeah. but I didn't know if I'd get my friends in for free. And I thought it was a bit weird if I kind of wander in and they're paying and stuff, so I bought a but ticket. But you grace the stage regularly there. You I know, I know. have had to pay. But I, for my friends, like I thought, I thought it'd be weird if I just wander in and they were paying. You know, no, you would look good though. How good were you swanning in? <laughs> yeah. You could have been backstage with the, the chicken train. <laughs> well, it was called chicken train, I think. And so there was a table of about 20 odd uh, young dudes with Ricky Nixon t-shirts on. And <laughs> and they were all right guilty. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, the thing I found interesting was you kind of went there going, "This will be a lot of fun. This will be funny, right?" Yeah, but uh, and to put it into some context, he had coaching from a couple. Of, did Doug Chapel help him out? Yeah, I think a few comics from so, the lounge. Yeah, yeah, a few comics from the lounge had uh, told him what he needed to do, yeah. and how to get a story happening, and all this kind of stuff. So hmm. he had done some prep. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in his life, he had prepared something. No, well, in saying that, he, you know, that hotel room, well, no, yeah, he, had to, he had to yeah. book that hotel Didn't room. book itself, very good point. The thing was, um, you kind of thought this would be fun and funny, and then about two minutes in, you're thinking... <laughs> so this, what was his opener? Oh, I can't remember that. But he, he actually, he, you would have thought he'd have actually some interesting stories, like just general anecdotes, but he didn't really kind of go into that bucket. So and what he did he? Of, and how? What did he do? I did two, like two halves. Like he did like about forty minutes, oh, and yeah. then he came. And said, oh, yeah, he said, "We're going to have a break and come back." And he's like, "No, don't, don't come back." <laughs> <laughs> but people were there to make fun of him, and it was actually a bit sad. Like because the the guys with the t-shirts they were going toot toot every five minutes and cheering him, and and I remember he told some story about Caroline Wilson at the like being next to her at the urinal, you know that kind of stuff. Like it was all a bit unsavory, and then. Yeah, he kind of went off the truth. I mean, he went, and they were kind of like a, a, a defence for def- a defamation. You know, <laughs> they were kind of um, they were kind of joke book jokes that he was telling. Yeah, yeah. but it, three minutes in, you realise, ah, oh, fuck, I've made a terrible mistake, and I I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember, and uh, one part of the story that always stuck with me uh, that you told me was the guys had downloaded the cricket sound effects on their phone, <laughs> and so whenever he would tell a joke. 
there was a table full of them just playing cricket. Oh, there might have been. I can't remember that. Yeah, have I, I told you that? telling me that. Oh, okay. And also he had set up like a, a video thing. So like he'd go, I'll be back in a second. He'd walk off stage and then it would be like, oh, where's he going backstage? And there was video element to it as oh, well. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So I think there, there might have been visual. something. It, it was the, the whole gamut. It sounds like early yeah. Letterman. He's just really, <laughs> it's really, he's pushing the boundary of what, was, you know. He was strolling down Errol Street. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so it's great. We got a, we got a, we got a book. We get coming out. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, so we're going to, you reckon he'll chat to us? Um, Why wouldn't he? It's a good point because he's not going to get, he's not going to get genuinely good publicity from many reputable uh um, it's not going to do the circuit. Yeah. yeah. What about you blow him away by reading the book first? We should, you know get, I mean? we should get Kim and Ricky on at the same time, <laughs> a round table. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. mediation. I think it's good to see Kim back in the news, though. Yeah. Haven't seen her for a while. I've missed her. Have you? I think she's about twenty-one now. Would that be right? Yeah, I didn't recognise her face not being pixelated. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was. You can. I, I know who she is. I know what she looks like now. Uh, mate, you don't have the right um, computer programs that can depixelate. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I yeah, don't. I've known what she's looked like for ages. <laughs> I'm glad. Huge football news. That, uh, what's it been about two weeks since we've been on air? Yes. Draft. <laughs> you both look at each other, kind of shaking your head. <laughs> we had the number one pick, Rosie. You did. We oh, yeah, of course. Sam, Sam, we didn't bring up Carl. You're a Carlton fan. Yes, yeah. I am. Well, let's talk about your football journey before we get to oh. you as a Carlton. <laughs> well, yeah. Journey? What is this? The biggest loser? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Because you, you have the bona fides. I mean, Michael and I uh, didn't play a game at... The highest level. The highest level. No, you, sorry, n- nor did I. <laughs> you nearly got to it. You played under-19s yeah, for I played a little un- while. Underplayed. I played under 19s for Collingwood Chamber. Did you? Yeah. What years last. are we talking about? Just the last year it was under uh, 1991 was the last year of under yep. 19s, and so I went through the. It was back in the old days. Am We're talking I right about draft, that... but this was a pre-draft. There was Zoned? like a zoning. I was zoned to Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, in Collingwood. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was under 15, oh, under 16, under 17. You went to the Gold Street Primary School. From I went memory. to Gold Street Primary School. Yeah. It's called Clifton Hill Primary School now. They they've gone up. Upmarket. Upmarket. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through all the like the junior development squads, you know, the Bob Rose squad and the Harry Collier squad and the, all uh-huh. those squads. Right. Yeah. And then I had one year in the under-19s where I played 14 Shane games. Shane Kerrison's squad. The sh- <laughs> <laughs> Kerrison, was, he was in the seniors at the time. Okay. He should have his own squad, though. Well, he, but he would have played in that premiership the year before. He played in the night. He did play in the ninety premiership. He's one of the immortals. Mm, yeah. Ronnie McEwen's the one who was stiff to miss out. Yep, he missed out. Yeah, but um, someone has to, mate. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I did that, and but I was no uh, yeah, Chamber. I was no, I was no good. So what did they do? They came down and watched you played under 18s and just said, "Come no, on, no, and train with us." No, I was playing for Alfington. You, you can you can edit all this out, can't you, Chamber? I play I play. I was playing for Alfington. My I'm junior riveted. club was at Alfington in the Diamond Valley, uh-huh. and and most of the, if you played in the Diamond Valley. They were just owned. You was owned at Collingwood. Yep. So, yeah, they 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 spotted me like at fifteen or whatever. So I went down. That, that you know the under sixteen squad yeah, was right. called the Bob Rose squad, and the under seventeen squad was called this. And then, then I just made it the the under nineteens. They said, yeah, you, you, we want you for that last mm-hmm. year. And, and how then, many how many games would you have played? Under fourteen under nineteens games in that in that last year. Yeah, it was a good team though. Like they, they, we made the grand final. Yeah, I remember I that. Uh, I didn't plan that. I was an emergency, and uh, Ooh, that's yeah, and probably the difference. Probably the difference, by the way, because they lost by ten goals in the final. Were yeah. you? Uh, how close did you get to playing in that grand final? Like, were you playing? Not really. Did you play the finals at all? No, uh-huh. no. I was. I was more part of the twenty-eight man training squad. If you know, <laughs> so I was, but it was. It was. Uh, and they, but that was like Sav Rocker was in that team, and yep. 
Shane Watson. Do you remember Shane Watson? Yeah, I do he remember Shane Watson. Playing for Australia good. cricket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, Shane Watson had that weird uh, birthmark in his hair, didn't he? The blonde hair. The page. thing that looked like bird shit. Yeah. That? Yeah. We used to bring that up. And so then, and then I got the arse at the end of that year. That uh-huh. was it. And uh, what position did you play? Were you kind of forward. Yeah, no. Yep. <laughs> I still remember those footy cards where they'd be utility? utility I'm going, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. um, no, and then I was, I was a forward and then change on the ball yep. in the old days. when. Oh. Yeah, no rotate. I was ahead of my time. Mate, they, I, my, <laughs> my teammates argue that when, when I played that they saw, saw me play and then came up with the rules for Auskick. Do you know I mean, I have a legacy... Of, That's you know, great. The, yeah. You know, that no tackling, yeah. no contact, <laughs> yeah. no shepherding. Yeah. yeah, that was my <laughs> style of game, of which now kids play at halftime and everyone you know, loves it, but yep. not as popular when you're actually playing. You're a pioneer. Yep. And who Trailblazer. was the, uh, who was the coach of that team? <coughs> Ka- the name of the Ke- Keith Burns was the coach. Uh-huh. Burnsy. Burnsy. Yep. He'd been there for 20 years. Yep. And he had coached the, not, the famous 1986 Collingwood Under-19s team of which many of them who played in that team went on to oh, play right. the 90 grand, grand final. Yep. The, 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 the drought breaker. Yep. Yeah, the immortals. Yep. So, Would yeah. you have much interaction with the senior team? Every now and then we'd do like, we'd, we'd finish our session and then go in to, to do weights and all that and there'd be some there. So I remember, I remember, I remember spotting Michael Gafer as doing bench press. You know, oh, yeah. Mickey Gafer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what he was bench pressing, I couldn't, you know, and like I, I realised that when he was pushing out the extra ones, and I, he needed a hand that I couldn't actually help, help him. him. Get it off him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had to call <laughs> a real <laughs> man. Call him. I had to yeah. call. Um, I think it was Jason. Actually, Jason McCartney. Remember Jason? McC- yeah. yeah. He'd just been drafted as a sixteen-year-old or something. Uh-huh. Drafted or recruited, or whatever. Yep. And I asked him to help me. That's a beautiful story. And so, what after that? Did you go and play on local clubs? VFA. After that, I oh, see. So Paran Pera- uh, for two years. Paran for two years. Is that when BT was there? BT was there for oh, the first dude. year, and then Preston for the. I did three years in the VFA, but you know, Preston, Preston RSL. No, Preston Bullants. Oh, the Bullants. Yeah. Oh wow, down at Kramer Street. Kramer Street. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, how how did you go there? Ah, uh, no, the the middle year was my, you know that was the best year. The first year Paran was pretty bit tough. BT, I didn't think really, you know, rated me. He's a good judge. And uh Do you catch up now with him? No. Did he would, would he give you like if he did something good on the field, would he give it a bit of boy boy, 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 boy wow <laughs> <laughs> Actually go, and, and, then, and then but and then but then he'd miscall my name. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> he, so he'd, he'd, yeah. he'd hand out praise to the wrong was player. He, yeah. Even was as a coach. When they take drills and stuff, would he uh show you how to sell hand candy? <laughs> Foot candy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd say he'd he'd often refer to my dukes and yeah. I had no idea what he was fucking no, talking that's fair about. Enough. Yeah. Um, he would have uh, back then too. So do you get any uh <laughs> any uh any list and medal votes? None. Did you trouble the umpires? None no? at all, mate, none at all. Oh. No. Shame but I'd love to talk it up, but it was just not it was a such a poor career. And then you hung up the boots <laughs> after that? No, then I went to the country for um, you know, as a mercenary. mercenary. Yeah, I went to the Golden Valley. I went to... Did you really? Yeah, for Tongala with Johnny Markov, who played for Collingwood and Richmond, mm-hmm. and a few other old Pram guys. And what kind of, what kind of coin, sweet coin? Yeah, what kind of what 9 dollars you paid on? back then? $2 uh, notes? 
No, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny got paid with a cow once. You know, what I mean, like it was dairy. It was the, there was a dairy uh, football club. No, I, I was, I, you know, for me it was pretty. It was pretty good for hang me. On, like, it was, what sort of cow? We're talking like <laughs> yeah. Hereford. It's like, a, a, like it's like a dowry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, this is a golden belt, man. Yeah. <laughs> India. No, I can't, mate. It was crazy. Country footy is just the best. We used to just drive up on Saturday, play the game, then drive home. Yep. Did you get paid under nineteen? Obviously. Under-19s was $45 a game. Yep. And I remember it was old school chamber. There was a check, yep. which my mum still, like, she took a photocopy of a check. So I've got a check because it had the Collingwood emblem on it. And it was a big deal. That's nice. That's great. Yeah, it's a big deal because I had, I had to go in and cash the check. So I couldn't I, – I don't think it was – I don't think you can cash a check and then ask, can I keep that check? You know what I mean? They, uh-huh. they didn't let me do that. Yeah. It's weird how they won't give you the money back. <laughs> let you go to another bank. Yeah. yeah. But how fun! That was probably the last check I ever had. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you should go. I didn't know we were going to go do... visit my dad sometime. He still, still writes them. Yeah, still. You what know. are you? What are you pulling in then in the VFA? VFA seniors was about. I thought I thought you couldn't get paid in the VFA. No, that's huh? the VAFA. Yeah, VAFA. Oh, VFA is you know. No, oh, it's that was... association. My yeah. apologies. Yeah. Fucking wow. idiot. Jesus. <laughs> Call some sort of footy thing. There's always one in every podcast. I have no idea what they're fucking talking about. <laughs> so no, the VFA yeah, was, was, I think my my contract was, was like, you know, it was like 400 a game and for That's the seniors bad. and 100 for the reserves or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was fine because I, it was just part-time. So I, it went, especially when the country was similar, except cash in yeah. an envelope. Or cow. Yeah. Cash cow. <laughs> as they <laughs> called it back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then that was and then I went back to Pram when I was in the amateurs and then I was done. But I knew I was done when for like fifteen years my pre the pregame ritual was, you know, music videos, um like a banana and then a and a sports drink. Yeah. And I remember the the last game I played I drove to the was driving to the ground and I stopped for a uh, long black and a piece of cheesecake. Yeah, that, that that's that's when you know. That's when players know, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just know. You went Mitchell down. Johnson came into bowl with that, <laughs> and in the last in the test in Perth, and you know when went, oh, fuck. when you're going down cheese cheesecake street. Yeah, pagan <laughs> when, yeah. when you've got meringue on your mind, <laughs> that's when you know. It's yeah, all over. the ball's slipping through your hand. Yeah. Well, you didn't get uh, drafted. Much like many of the uh, the wonderful players uh, in the AFL this year, uh, Carlton had number one pick. We certainly did, and we won't waste this one. Why? We, we never waste. We don't, we don't waste picks. Josh no. Bootsma, bang. You had three in the top 12. So look yep. for three people to be delisted in 2017, I reckon. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Can we just point out? If they all make the – they all finish the year, isn't that, haven't we? That's a win, isn't it? Soss has done a good job. Yes, <laughs> we're happy. Uh, can we just point out, two Carlton fans being mocked by a dickhead who's wearing a Hawks three-peat back-to-back-to-back Premier's T-shirt. So I guess what to get about them. You're just like so, a child. They're just like you just you you support the Hawthorne supporters. Just they've just they're so endearing. They they they're so gracious. You just want to hang around, and, and you just it's not in your face. You wouldn't even know he was a Hawthorne supporter. Would not even know. Uh huh. Um, Did any of you watch draft night? I was overseas. I only saw a little bit. I saw the chief on Fox Footy with yep. Kevin Kevin Sheen. He knows a lot about the. Yeah, knows heaps about the. Uh, did you, did the you get? Did you have a chat with Shifter? Did he? <laughs> no. Oh. no. Shifter, Shifter get in your head. No. Yeah. Race like Jordan. Did you cross paths with him? 
Did he tell you to fuck off or something? Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Didn't he swear at everyone? Did he call you a private school poofter or something? <laughs> he, uh, just, despite going to a state school, like, was it, he didn't even fucking care. Everyone went to, everyone went to private school. Everyone, Slug, yeah. In Slug Jordan's mind, everyone went to a private school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Slug Jordan might have, made have been, might have been coaching one of the teams, but I can't remember. Was, mm. he, did, was he coaching North Melbourne? He for, used to, that, you know, the, the, my that my my one year, yeah. Dennis Pagan was coaching North Melbourne, yeah. right? Because okay. Pagan won like a whole bunch of flags yeah. with the under nineteen, so and that, then I think with the twos as well yeah. before he got the top job. He won, he won that year. <coughs> we lost, the Collingwood mm-hmm. lost in the grannies under nines. The next that was ninety one, ninety two. He was reserves coach at Essendon and won the flag there. Ninety three, coach at North after Shimon Bush got the arse. Mm. Yeah, okay. And uh, that game, I remember, I remember that ninety one grand final because I was there, but yeah. also um, it was out of Waverley. Yes. Uh, and the Brisbane Bears won the reserves that day. Uh, Is that right? They won that title, coached by um, Roddy Eade. There you go. Hmm. I saw Joe Bay. I was, speaking of sauce, I remember seeing Steve Silvani at the game. And he's with Joe Bailey. And I remember they walked past me. And Joe gave me a look as a 15-year-old going, stop staring at me. It's <laughs> 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 like, yeah. oh, my God, that's Joe fucking Joe Bailey. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so little sauce got picked up as well. He did, and, and Essendon uh, put in a bid for him. Did they? Yeah, so Carlton would have to pay above what they were hoping. Like they were hoping, like maybe they might get him for a fourth or fifth round. And mm-hmm. Essendon went, "No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna make him pay overs." Well, not Which overs, is good. but it's, what he's worth. It's good business. Yeah. You, what about our number one pick? Do you know him, Jacob Wiedering? Yeah. Um, everything I read about him, he is. They, they keep saying he's like Harry Taylor, which oh, I find Harry Taylor kind of fun. I like him. Very likable. Oh, Harry yeah. Taylor won best on ground in the international rules the other day. I mean, if we if we can get that out of our number one pick, that's all we're looking for. <laughs> that's that's the that's the dream. That's the if dream, he's playing yeah. international rules yeah. in fifteen years, yeah. I think then it'll be it'll have been a good pick. Yeah. What of, about um out of a new new recruit? You want at the very least you want a Madden medal. Yes, and then you can move on from there. Then to premierships. Yeah. <laughs> what so about Dustin Fletcher's last game being an international rules game? Yeah, and then they, what's that about? They cheered him off. Like the Irish give a fuck. Like, who's his fucking... Who's his well, hold on. Redner? He has been a grand soldier of the international rules. Yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah. True. He's made that position his own. There were a few... Except when we, we lost and it was his fault. <laughs> yeah, like, apart you, from that. Do you see, though, I think the highlight for the uh, whole trip for them, because it was a fair junket. They went off to New York for Oh, a while. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, how, how else are they supposed to get there? Everybody went off to the New York... I mean, Eddie, Eddie went as uh, chef, chef de mission, or yeah. what do they call it? Chief of the mission. Okay? Mm. Why, why do we need to? Uh, Gillen was there, but also... Uh, I think because uh, one uh, player got a barman in a headlock one time, yeah. and that may have changed everything. Can't remember who it was, but it doesn't matter. As in, as in do you think the plan was not to get to Ireland too early? <laughs> well, just, yeah. And maybe Eddie was there to watch out Keep for... Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't send the larrikins. It's not an end-of-season trip, mate. It's a, it's a full-on game. But the highlight would have been they trained at the home of the Jets, New York Jets. Yes. So they were at a function. They, they, they found the, the ground wasn't good enough for their training. And Clarker didn't want to send anyone home injured. No. Getting in big trouble from other coaches. And so Roger Goodall was there. And uh, he said, I'll get on the phone. A few text messages, a few Snapchats later. Yeah. They're running around on the Jets' home ground. That would have been more... Thrilling to the players, I reckon. Well, it was at their training game. ground. It wasn't actually at the Meadowlands. Oh, no, they? no. It was like their indoor indoor uh, yeah. ground. So yeah. it was kind of like... Uh, it was almost like being out at Essendon, out at Tullamarine. Yeah, true. Actually, yeah. yeah. It's an extra bouncy. So Adam Cooney... Yeah, he would have loved it. Would have loved it. Yeah, yeah. spongy yeah. floor. Spongy, spongy floor. floor at the Jets. <laughs> I know for a fact, by the way, that the New York trip was 
was the New York leg of the trip was put in purely as an incentive. Do you mean? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. That, that is without, beyond dispute. Really? To make yeah. sure people would go. Yep. We'll chuck in New York. We'll chuck in a, a week before, like a week before you go to Ireland, we'll chuck in a week in New York. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's different to just well, no. flying to Ireland and playing some game that we don't care about. No, it, I guess it's so you can acclimatise at sea level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, because yeah. actually, true. what was the point of going to New York? Was that, were they there to promote the promote the Chamber, game in general? I just, I'm telling you, I, know, I, I know, just but, told you. But there how is they... no. <laughs> how, how, what is the official reason that they went to New York for a week? I'm not totally sure. Was it the promo of the game or yeah, something? Because that's not the quickest way to go. I don't think that well, way. Tiger Air it is, but well, the um, well, they wonder you don't want to go. You don't want to fly by anywhere near Syria. They took a cruise, that's didn't they? I thought they took a cruise there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the 1948 Invincibles. <laughs> They're still on their way. They're like, on their way back. Yeah, like, yeah. Like coits on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but hey, they got they got a, they got the coach to go, and they got good players to go. So it was true because they 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 ran with the indigenous one, and they I don't think the Irish were happy with that. Okay. Not, not, not for racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's what you're saying. That is. Yeah. No, just because um they didn't think it was the best possible team picked, and they just went. Well, you know, if if we're going to play this game seriously as amateurs, yeah. then we want the the best of the, the credit. Yeah, if we're going to if we're going to take a day off from our plumbing <laughs> job, and working yeah. at the bakery, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those potatoes are going to sit in the field for one more day. And fuck um, yeah. I'm a bit disappointed. I like. I mean, obviously, we do hark back to the good old days when there was a dog on the field. That was the greatest <laughs> dog on the field. But also, I'm a bit disappointed we don't get to bash the fuck out of them anymore. Yeah, well, the Scott Brothers. Yeah, like those wonderful well, days. I'll go back further. Gary McIntosh. Do you remember he, him? No. Gary McIntosh is a Norwood legend, mm-hmm. but such a good player in the Sandfall that when the Australian team was picked, he was picked. Yep. He, he was. He was one of the. He's the def, almost the definitive. You know, uh, Victorian clubs trying to get him over couldn't get him over. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. So he was yeah, McGarry medalist. Da, da, da. Yeah, okay. But I remember going to an international rules game. Oh, did you? Yeah, at Waverley in like I can't I can't remember the year, but all because you you know this that Wayne uh, Johnson was a was a you know member of the family for many years. Yes. So I, Jono was playing that day, and I remember Gary McIntosh just basically. Beating up Irish for, you know, a couple of quarters before before he got to, before I think even the Victorian the you know our, the Australian coach said Jesus mate come on <laughs> they're, they're amateurs yeah. they came here to try you know to play Gary McIntosh is my like favourite ever player not to come yeah anyway there you go no I like it I was in the rooms afterwards too uh, we'll go back to the draft there are a couple of bad boys in the draft Adam there was one bad boy Sydney draftee. Tyrone. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we get to that, did anyone watch the draft? Because it was a, it was a huge. It was I a just huge saw a few thing. minutes. I just saw a few minutes of the chief talking about people and Kevin Sheen. Uh, I didn't see the whole. Was it, it was shift Yeah, shift. Sorry. <laughs> Gillen would come up every now and then and say, "So and so, they pass." You know, Essendon pass. How do they make it better? Do you, a day nighter. Uh, Don Lane host. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'd watch that now. <laughs> Song and dance man. <laughs> I mean, you you work you work Eurovision. What about if it was like? Oh, yeah, good what point. about if you know we send Guy Sebastian over there? What if yep. Latvia got to take say yep. a player? Broaden it out. Yep. Yep. Latvia, uh, we'll take uh, Jacob Wiedering. Ukraine, <laughs> Ukraine gets. How the can pick. we improve the draft? That's a good point. Just have you doing little witty comments over the top of it in a hushed tone. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't broad. <laughs> you know what? Quips. They're more quips, but yeah. that's fine. Just don't broadcast it. Uh huh. Who gives a fuck? I know. I know. But they want to make it a thing. 
That, I mean, it definitely. Yeah, but that, if, if, Jamie, if you want to make it a thing, mm-hmm. as professional as Chief is, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I don't know if Shifter is your um, is your you know your your, your uh, co-host. I don't know if you've really put you know who you get in all there. your eggs into the. He's made a name for himself on TAC All Stars. <laughs> <laughs> your special comments, man. Is there is there anything less interesting than watching an underrated end game? Yeah. Yeah. Not because you're, you're Ben Dixon does a great job. Don't yes, get me no, wrong. Absolutely. Because you're talking, you're kind of talking about the future. Yeah. Because they, they, they might be champions, but they're not champions yet. It's like yeah. watching. It's like watching. You well, know, they're, they're just it's clever. They're just being clairvoyant yeah. or something. They're yeah. Just yeah. Trying it's to... the biggest kids beating up the smaller kids, mm. but that may change. Mm. Yeah. I reckon during the draft they should just cross out to Richard Tambling. Let's go. <laughs> How are you feeling now? And just like him, just in tears. Just, <laughs> yep. just can't. Oh. And then he has to oh, you want, is, <laughs> you want to talk to draftees that did, haven't really... Didn't make didn't it. Make yeah. it. High draft picks. High draft yeah. yeah. So they cross to Richard and then they, he has to interrupt the interview. Uh, just uh, just drive through the next window, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to the interview. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> Poor Rich. Poor <laughs> Rich. Uh, but there were some bad boys, as you pointed out, Michael. Tyrone uh, Leonard, Leonardus. Tyrone Leonardis. Leonardis, yeah. Leonardis. The, then this is a Swans recruit who had liked, and I, I've written down the two pages, so he liked these two pages yeah, it's great. <laughs> on uh, on Facebook. Let's come back to haunt him a little bit. Yep. Uh, the first one he voted for was Adam Goods for Flog of the Year. Yep. Like. And the other one was Adam Goods for Wanker of the Year. Yep. Like. And my issue with those is they, they cancel each other out. Uh, they're still masturbatory, both of them. Yeah, but you just... If you vote, you're, he's a flogger or a wanker. I mean, <laughs> you, you either vote, you, you pick can't a, vote pick for both. Pick, pick a side, Leonardo. Pick a side. That, yeah. That's what I reckon that the Swans would be worried about. He's a bit wishy-washy. He also liked Pringles, the food. Wow. And he also liked uh, Dear K2, oh, sorry, Dear 2K yep. <laughs> Sports. Yep. Please make an AFL game. Okay. All those likes that were before the war dance, yeah, man. He was like well ahead of. Oh, yeah, maybe he, was ahead he might have been ahead of the curve. Yeah, that, that kid even had uh, um, start Coney. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking angry. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got ISIS stuff all over his page. He's fucking. I mean, you've got to be careful as a kid now. You know, you can't, well, it's you, the new, it's the new day, it's the new yeah, age. Yeah, I mean, he shows up. We had a Carlton. Uh, who we had Blaine Bockhurst. Yep, yep. Didn't he tweet? That after a game after a game last year that Carlton are playing so badly, it's, it, the players or Mick have to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so he got his way. Got, yeah, a lot exactly. of re- got a lot of retweets from the Carlton team. Yeah, <laughs> but it turned out to be true. So. Robert Wiley disliked it though. <laughs> Robert, Robert Wiley wasn't a fan. He wasn't a fan. Uh, so Tyrone Leonardo's got himself in trouble with his little uh, Facebook likes. Charlie Kerno got himself arrested like four days before the draft. I mean, did that? What did he drop? Did that mean? Did he drop spots? Did it cost him? That's a good question. They probably had a chat to him. Where he went? Uh, pick twelve. Pick twelve. Yeah. yeah. With an arrest. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's probably the best player in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Callum's in the draft. Mm. Callum's a new name. <laughs> That's a little thing I'm throwing in there. No, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. But Carlton have taken Charlie Kerno. Like. Where do you go from there? You've been arrested in the days before the draft. The club said, "Look, we're looking at you." What, what are you? What are you kind of thinking? I mean, you just go when the cops pull you over. You go, nah, not, 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 not. Ah, uh, you apologise. Blowing to this, down. nah, mate, no, no, <laughs> just not, not today, buddy. You know, what I find fascinating about the draft. Everybody did really well. Every oh, club, yeah, every yeah, club yeah. nailed their pick. 
It's quite yeah. incredible. Every Good. single pick. There were 70 of them, and every single one of them was absolutely perfect. As a Carlton supporter, by the way, how many how many Kernos should you have at one you know, one club? Uh, by the way, yeah, at the moment probably none. But um, hopefully Charlie, he, he's a he's a he's a key forward, or he's like 191 centimeters tall. He's got a great engine going mm-hmm. to the midfield. Oh fucking! He's engines. like a Jared Ruffhead. Jesus Christ! Got a motor on him. And his brother, his brother's got a good engine. By the way, he's got a great engine. I don't know if you know this, but for the last two years. He has run the Princess Park time trial, you know, the 3K time oh, yeah, trial. I, I he that. ran it in four minutes last year, you know. That, that is that, mate, It's unbelievable. Yeah. Can't kick. And his brother's got a bigger tank. Yeah. Can't kick. Can't kick. Now, the can't t- bigger tank as in, like, can drink more than Ed? <laughs> yeah. On the topic of uh, on the topic of brothers, uh, mm. the Talia brothers. So they've been cleared of any wrongdoing from suggestions that they were feeding information, information to each other. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> there was an accidental... The talk was that Michael gave away information to Daniel, so Michael Bulldogs player, to Daniel Adelaide player before their first their final, final, Yep, which the Doggies lost by seven points or I something. I think it was right, yeah, seven. That was a good game. It was a great game, like wasn't it? one of it? the great finals. Yeah. And so then it came revealed that Kyle Cheney in Adelaide, he was talking to Ben Stratton, yep. and he mentioned something about this. And so Ben Stratton then went to Luke Beveridge, I think. No, Ben Stratton told the other players. So this is where... Jeez, this it's is where like Hawthorne, a John LeCarm novel over here. This is where Hawthorne players... It's are, leaking like a sieve. It's shitty. <laughs> shitty blokes. Yeah. So Kyle Cheney... So we ratted out, we ratted out Motlop about drinking too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now we're ratting out Cheney. Yeah. yeah. So he told... Uh, Stratton told Gibson. Gibson rang uh, Beveridge. Gotcha. Gibbo. Gibbo here. On the phone. Bevo. Um, bit, of a, bit of info for you. And so Kyle Cheney now says that he was joking... And it was just mucking around, just having a laugh, having a good time with an old former former teammate. Former yeah. teammate. Classic classic Chaney humour, as yeah. we all know and love. Yeah, that's that's that is mischievous. I mean, that you'd see that sort of stuff on the Chaney Tonight Show. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then uh, so the AFL was they've, they've pardoned the Taylor brothers, they've pardoned everybody, but they've sanctioned Chaney. Have they? They got a sanction. I don't quite know Ooh. what that means. Hanging over his head. But so if he does Talia. it again, if he does it again. <laughs> He tells Ben Stratton anything <laughs> about Adelaide. Yeah. If he does the exact same thing again, he'll get oh. double sanction. But Michael Talia um, got sent to Sydney. He got delisted because they, they couldn't trust him anymore. But it turns out he was fucking being lied about. Well, they, they, the, f- the Footscrow guys, the guys got yeah. pretty aggro about it. Yeah. They got really aggro. Peter Gordon got involved and they, oh. conf- they confronted him, kind of blindsided him, kind of brought him in on the have a chat about the year. And they brought it up with him then. And the AFL didn't ask to see either of their... They didn't ask to see Daniel's text messages and Michael lost his phone in Bali. Oh, bullshit. No way. So it's just a serious, serious, just a run of bad luck yeah. for, the, for the Talia brothers. How unlucky, though. Just yeah. when, you, when people need to find out information from your phone that you lose it. How unlucky. Because you know that you is... want to bring it to the authorities and you want to do the right thing. Absolutely. Just all of a sudden, it just goes missing. Just... Huh. Goes missing, gets run over by Tuk Tuk like 15 yep. times, yep. and you're just like, fucking hell. Did yeah. really Ricky Nixon's uh, mobile ever go, go <laughs> get lost? Or was he always available? No, I think it was in his pocket after he ran into the back of the um, stationary tram. And, and yet, on the, yet on the flip side, Herdy's phone was available to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours a day, if yeah. you wanted to get access to Herdy's phone, it was wide open for you. Yeah, Th- That's a big loss, wasn't it, by the way? I, I didn't, the, you would have covered that when it happened, but... I, I thought that the best, the, the Essendon and Best and Ferris should have been held on um, in uh, Herdy's driveway, <laughs> just as a, as a nice touch. To, that's where don't you just yeah. think about Essendon and you think Herdy's driveway? Yeah, you yeah, picture, you do. yeah. Or he should have at least resigned from the, you know, forget the 
forget Tullamarine with the sponsors. Yeah. But, no. Mate, do it where everyone knows. That's a great idea. And Essen are actually they're yeah, in trouble, trouble again. Yeah. What? OH&S. They've got in trouble for oh, OH&S. Work, oh, I didn't see that coming. WorkSafe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they've been charged. I think they're coming in a bit of a tri- trial near the end of November. Oh, well, in a couple of days' time. Yeah. But uh, apparently they, um, they found that they, they weren't doing things above board. I'm yeah. no lawyer, but <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel the words class action are coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not just, is this just one, is this so. one out or they've is got, there lots of them? Uh, there are two breaches, I believe. It's going to be a pretty heavy fine coming their way, I think. Um, not a lot t- of the players weren't wearing uh, high vis when they were getting injected. Yep, <laughs> that's always a danger. <laughs> um, yeah, you know there weren't proper markings around oh, the of course. Uh, oh. You know the vats of foaming liquids <laughs> that were just scattered around the club. There aren't the, unmar- the unmarked vats. Yeah, yeah. Because no, no one knows. I think it was Gatorade. No. I don't know. You pick three or four syringes up off the ground and use them, and people get angry. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, Mate. they're being picky. They're being very finicky. <laughs> it's a nanny state. Yeah. But then on the flip side, Jake Carlo is the law- uh, manager. Jake Carlo. This is so good. You know, I've come in. I've realised because November. Yeah. I'm just, just running. Through. This has all happened. Since the grand final. Oh, nice. Yeah. Football does not stop. We keep our finger on the pulse. Oh, thank you, Finey. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the best newsbreakers in the game. Yeah, I know. You two are yeah. newsbreakers. Um, but the Jake, Jake Carlos' manager, he is not in trouble. So he, how would you put it? He maybe kept the video on the hush? Would that he, be the yeah, suggestion? He, he knew about it. Yeah. The AFL Players Association knew about That's it. That's right. And said, don't fucking tell Essendon. And he didn't, and the, oh, sorry, don't, don't tell, tell St, St. Kilda. Kilda. And he didn't, and then St Kilda went, "What the fuck?" Yeah, you knew about it, and then uh, the AFL Players Association, who look after the managers as well, went, "Nah, it's all good." Yeah, <laughs> so, but surely St Kilda have every right to sue someone. Yeah, um, like all if of he them? knew about it, and it, it was it dealt a contract. It's yeah, yeah, he was dealing with them and kind of keeping that on the hush. Yeah, yeah. but I find it very. I don't uh, know, I that's, as a good manager probably should be doing, shouldn't he? What, what is he supposed he's a great to, manager. Yeah, he's a good manager. Yeah, he's shot to number one. <laughs> and I just, he's gone above Ricky Nixon. you got a new club, 10. Yeah. I find it very hard to believe that a manager would not be completely trustworthy too, a football manager in particular. Well, who do we base that on? I mean, would, what would Liam Pickering have done? Uh, he would have lied to your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, Jackie then showed up late to train. So you go to the new club. You've already been busted, snorting stuff on Snapchat. And then all yeah. of a sudden you show up to the new whoa, club. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, a, a white powdery substance. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, say what it was. Say, snorting something. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But it was also offered. You said it was offered to Channel 7 first. And Channel 7 said no. They yeah, didn't want Channel it. Channel 7 said no. No. <clears throat> Which uh, is fair enough because you, you, they gave it to Tracy Grimshaw, who according to the ads I've seen is Australia's best interviewer. Oh yeah, so I've no doubt about that. Well, I yeah, wish you, I wish you, as as someone as a guest on your part, I wish she was here now. <laughs> Just you know, that's I a very good point. She'd probably be asking me better questions than <laughs> than you've been getting. What you two have been throwing up. <laughs> it's a shame. So, uh, she's Jackie. a great. She's a great. Uh, so seven didn't want it, Chamber. No, seven didn't. Why want not? It. No, I think they just. Uh, they could have run that on game day, wouldn't it? Wouldn't have been good. Oh, they were too busy getting files that been stolen from doctors' offices. Yeah, remember that one? Oh, I do remember that one. Two thousand seven. Oh, these files just happened to a. That's happened to come up here in the gutter. The, they were just in the gutter. Oh, in the gutter. the gutter. They just had they had all these all these details of plays <laughs> in there. They just happened to be there. Yeah. Just happened to be there. It's unbelievable. Um, so Jakey showed up late to training, and so then they got punished. They had to show up again early the next morning. Like, we want to do everything perfectly, don't you? But then you show up late. Well, he was because he was um, tossing up whether to go to Carlton or St Kilda because it's he lives in Ascot Vale. And he's got to go all the way to Seaford. That's right. Oh, he yeah. wanted to go and to he travel, didn't he? just want to go down, you know, Maribyrnong Road, Brunswick Road. Yeah. 
Icon Park. Oh, that's a killer. He went, fuck that. I'm getting on the Eastern. So yeah. few turns and get stuck in traffic. And once you, I mean, Eastlink, mate. Plus, maybe he doesn't go Eastlink. Maybe because they've docked him 50 grand. He doesn't want to use the tolls. That's yeah. true. He's going to you back a shitload. Can't. can't afford it. Jeez. So they've kind of, they've brought it on themselves, the Saints. Uh-huh. They docked him his e-tag pay. Yep, yep. Would the players have to pay their own e-tags or would you get that <laughs> written into your contract? I'd, if I, if a good manager would have that included in the contract because that's going to, you're going to rack up some you rack beeps, up aren't some you? Call, yeah, aren't don't, you? Yeah. Please don't say that about uh, Jake Carlo. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Yeah, it was. Sorry about that. It was. Hey, so here's a question. So Robert Doyle, Mayor of Melbourne, says... Hang on, hang on. Is this a question without notice? Yeah, question without notice. Um, get ready. Whoa. Prepare yourself. Yeah, it's Grimshaw would never yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> he predicts... Grimshaw lets you know about all the questions. That's why she's such a great interviewer. <laughs> she gives us the answers. Yeah. Melbourne Lord Mayor Robert Doyle predicts Etihad Stadium will be gone in 20 years. What do you reckon about that? So it kind of cuts off the town from the Docklands. So there's CBD and then there's Docklands. And so yeah. the stadium essentially gets in the way. I mean, he's got a point. Well, there's, a city, there's a city in mourning not, not having access to that soulless fucking area. I That's know. a shame yeah. that we can't get to it. I mean, he is slightly overlooking that whole big train station that also really cuts off True. the yeah. whole fucking Docklands True. area. So but apart from station. that, it, it's, the, it's, the, um, it's Eddie Head Stadium. 25, 20 years, so 20, 2035. He was saying move it closer to where the Docklands, where the wheel is, the observation wheel. He was saying there's land down there. So move the stadium to where the wheel is. Why not move the wheel to where the, near the sta- nearer the stadium? Why don't just put another wheel? So you can well, watch what dickheads get on the other wheel. Put a wheel on top of Eddie Ed Stadium if you want to put it right on there. Put it in the middle. Put it in the middle. Yeah. Put the wheel in there. But if you put it closer to the water, at least like when Melbourne fans are leaving... It's just closer to just walk in <laughs> under the bolt and just never come back oh, out. Just weigh yourself down. Yeah. I don't bet. As three Melburnians, don't you think that with this city has felt, I, f- I feel as though we have been like one wheel down, you know. Since. Where would you put the, the second wheel? I'm with you. Right next to the other yeah, one. Yeah. You know, like, like the Twin Towers. Brilliant. Brilliant. With, uh, with and a- out. Thank you. With a, a walkway between the two. Uh-huh. So you go, fuck, I did the southern wheel. Now I'm going to walk no, across the northern, northern wheel. wheel. Yeah. yeah. Over Docklands. So, you know, you won't be bothering anyone because no one's there. No one's there. It's great. Do you think we're ever going to get that bespoke stadium they always talk about, the boutique stadium? Is it just something? Or do, you, do you just redo Princess Park? <clears throat> do you give that a once over? Here's one for you, too. Why isn't Princess, why doesn't Carlton play? Uh, th- four games at Princess. Why don't they play Fremantle and Greater Western Sydney mm. at at Princess Park? I'm not sure. Wouldn't uh, that be a great day? Because Colo, be because oh. Colo fucked you guys over years ago. Apart from that, Jeez. apart from that, all right. But that would be the closest <laughs> ground to be able to rebuild. Yeah, yeah, and near near town, people like seem to like grounds near town. Yeah. Well, the parking's a nightmare, though, but there's good cafes. But you can so park it, yeah. But you do that thing like you did in the old days when you, you know, the... Park, park in the front yard. Away. No, you park in the front yard. Oh. Dudes open up their front yard and you t- pay, you know, 10 bucks. Yep, yep. And then they give you give the keys to a complete stranger. <laughs> <laughs> they, they play chess with your car. Yeah. Also, I like the idea of the three of us outside the ground waiting for goals to be kicked yeah, the out ball as to be we kicked. just pick oh. up Sharon after Sharon yep. after Sharon. Yep. <sighs> Nice. Good times, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got one once. Did you? Did yeah. you? It's unbelievable. I just went straight. I just left straight. Home, like, because I thought this, you know, this is Something's a, this is a crime. Yeah. yeah. So I just left at, at 
I think it was halfway through the second quarter. Uh huh. Because there was a lot of us out there. Were you at Princess Park? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. There was a story. Sweet day. There was a story I heard the other day about Kevin Murray. I can't remember where I, was, where I heard up. this. Yeah, and um, where's this brown lamas and necklace? And <laughs> in the shower? Oh, he got it around his neck. You can show, yeah. walk up to him, and he, he's got it around his neck. He's like, "Give me a look at the brown lamas," and he'll show it to you all the time. Yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah, he wears it around his neck on a little chain. What about had taken that off through through uh, airport security? security? <laughs> Explaining that. Laptop? To no. Yeah. Um, but there was sorry, but uh, uh, if in Fitzroy the, there was a few kind of uh, impoverished children, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, he said, uh, "Tell you what, um, show up to um, show up to training on this particular day." Yeah. And he kicked a bunch of balls over the fence, so they'd have shots for goal, and he kicked a whole bunch over the fence, knew, knew, knowing that the kids would be there waiting, so they'd get yeah, right. so and they'd get, the, a, and they they'd would get like, a new football, and they would eat the football or something. That was Fitzroy. That was Fitzroy. Impoverished children. Yeah. Board members. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they'd wear them as shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they leather. Hey Adam, you know we love foot breaches. I. We adore Footbridge of Sampang. We love the How Adelaide Footbridge. We love the Sydney Footbridge. We love the new Perth Footbridge they're going to have at the mm. Perth Stadium. Absolutely. Melbourne getting itself a brand new Footbridge. Because that Footbridge isn't, doesn't really do that much, does it? So ours goes from Fed Square to the MCG. Yeah. It's a decent hike. It's a fun hike. It's a good time hike. But it doesn't really go above much. You can walk beside it, sort of. No, it's pretty flat. Yeah. Pretty flat. Yeah. It's yeah. not taking you over much. If you, if, you didn't, if you didn't take it, like unlike the Adelaide Oval, no Footbridge... No one at the ground. Yeah. Yeah, big, like, critical. Mm. Critical, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, refurbishment of Rod Laver Arena Mm. will include a new eastern entrance pod and a new footbridge that will link the sports centre more effectively to the CBD. New footbridge from Rod Laver, which is right near the MCG, all the way into town. This is a celebration, Adam. You should probably do a live podcast from... From the opening. We should be there. We should turn the first sod. Yeah, that's true. That, that's the sort of thing that we should be doing. Yep. We should just go. To, we'll just, you yep. know what? With a golden a golden spade. <laughs> a golden spade. We'll just hire a couple of uh, front-end loader sort of things and just go down there. We go down there now. Yeah. Let's start digging stuff up. Yeah, let's just say, uh, you know, we, well, we're, we're ahead of time. Yeah. We're turning the sod, so and, fuck off. Well, just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of spin. Mate, you just call it a live site. Yeah. yeah, man, it's, the, it's a live site and people just, they go there. That's all they want. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, we might wrap it up. No, we? no, we can't wrap it up. Before we talk about, sure and this is my favourite, we were talking about bad boys before, mm-hmm. and I want your take on it. You played footy. I don't know what, what you got up to in your, in your downtime. But Lewis Taylor, uh, former NAB Rising star that uh, David King won a bit of cash on, he went on a, a crime spree. What? And blew about 10... Uh, $10,000 crime spree. Basically, well, the story that I read was that he broke into like a, uh, a, a trash car dealership. Not a dealership. Pick a, apart. Pick apart sort of thing. So far, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Broke into that. Yeah. Got a seatbelt out of a car. So he's already made one car unroadworthy. And he's gone and used that and smashed the shit out of uh, windscreens and stuff and blown like $10,000 worth of damage. Jesse, young kid, blowing, it off, blowing off some steam. Yeah. Adam, yeah. what's, no, what's the problem? Point. Yeah. How would you, I'm just impressed he got a seatbelt out. I don't think I'd be able to get a seatbelt out of a car. Well, <laughs> would you need a, a Swiss Army knife wouldn't do it. But I see, don't. that's the ingenuity that people have overlooked. There you go. 
Yeah, I'm trying to be positive. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, the, yeah. the mere fact of somehow getting a seatbelt out of one and he's car. He's at a wreckers, for fuck's sake. $10, That's $10, true. He's saving, he's saving them business. That's what? why you used to love to go to the tip as a kid. So you smash Isn't it. Isn't the idea you just could kick the car in? Like, yeah, absolutely. And also, the police alleged that he stole a seatbelt buckle valued at $5. Really going to get done for stealing I hope he does. something with $5? No, no, no. We need to set an example. I found that really odd. I didn't, know, yeah. I didn't know, you know you could really get done for stealing something for $5. Zero tolerance, I think it's always. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 it used that, to be three we? strikes and we wouldn't know which players were on two strikes <laughs> for stealing two seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now it's all changed. It's a new <laughs> world. It has and got it's it. better for it. We're better for we it. We do need to get, get strong on seatbelt buckle crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just going to bring down our society. <laughs> you know, where does it stop? I mean, obviously, if his manager had kept that quiet, yeah. he may never have got to Brisbane. Yeah, true. You know. $10,000, How do they calculate that? That's a lot of damage in a wreckers. For smashing windscreens. Like, is it really four, four tip, tr- tip trucks, yep. Pathfinder? He's a little fella, by the way. Yeah. Lewis no, he's, so he's, done he's well. a pocket rocket. So there's about yeah. eight about eight, eight cars that you smash the windscreen. Okay. Does it really cost $1,200 to get a windscreen done? In a wrecked car? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it does. The I car mean, that's already wrecked. That's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but someone could have used that seatbelt, that windscreen. I think it should be freed. Just to quote the great Slug Jordan, he's done well, the boy. <laughs> yeah. He has done like He has really uh, just gone through How that How do you explain reference. that to your coach when you go in to see uh, your Justin Lepich? Yeah. You go, so, all right, Lewis, uh, good call from the cops. Yep. Yep. Talk me through what... Went through your head. He goes, um, you know how I've got that seatbelt fetish. <laughs> I thought we talked about that. Yep. Hasn't. But I haven't locked it off yet. <laughs> haven't. Nipped it, haven't nipped it in the butt. It's, it's one day at a time. Yeah. I'm yeah, just taking yeah, one is. day at a time. Have and it, I fell off. I fell off. Fell off the wagons. Yeah. Okay. Finish off with the best. Oh no! Actually, I'll tell you another one too. Here we go. Um. Uh. Good news to all of our uh, fans. Oh, what am I talking about? Um. Trav. Yeah. Big big times for Trav. Trav's cloak. Is he mate, mate of yours? Mate of the podcast? Big, we're a big Friend fans. of the show? Well, he doesn't realise it, but we love his Instagram. I'm getting it up on the Instagram. Right. Uh, a lot of his stuff... Um, <laughs> Great. A lot of his stuff goes missing from his car and his house because he forgot to take off the geotagging um, so people can work out where he lives. <laughs> and he had some stuff... He had his, ca- <laughs> he had his car broken into early last year, oh, which well, I'm I think, now putting it on oh. Lewis Taylor... Nothing more certain. Yeah, and he couldn't go. The hashtag was no Melbourne show for me today. Wow. So it was devastating. Like, we, oh, we wanted to take Trav to the show this year. Maybe we'll do it next year. <laughs> Picture of Trav. Yep. A lovely lady partner mm-hmm. uh, who is in equestrian gear. Uh, she's got Damn. a horse. She's holding a horse. Like, so the lead of a horse. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she loves her horse riding. Yep. Uh, Trav says, Picture of him kissing her. Kissing who? His girlfriend. Okay. Well, right. he did say there was a horse involved yeah. as well, Shambo, <laughs> that's all. Yeah. So today, I asked this li- this lady... Which one? ...to marry me. Yeah, Trav's getting married. Trav's engaged. That's fantastic. Whoa. Congratulations, Trav. Any well hashtags done. on that? No hashtags. That's a serious issue. You can't hashtag that. You can. 3,029 3, likes. About 200 comments. People love it. People love the news. A lot of congratulations here going through the comments. Um... <laughs> Fabulous did he propose news. when she was on the horse? Such amazing a, news. Did he propose with the horse? We don't have too much more detail than that. Uh, here we go. 
lucky man, Trav. Good thing she likes horses, so she doesn't mind looking at your ugly mug. Good. Uh, oh, no, that's nice, good. Eh? Get on yeah. you, mate. Get that's, on you, mate. That, that's, that's so bucks. <laughs> that's so bucks. <laughs> A lot of congratulations. Everyone's thrilled. Lovely lady and lovely man. We marriage is both. A, marriage is a big. You, none of us are married, are we? No. Chamber married to my job. <laughs> Did you propose? <laughs> so congratulations, Trav. And then on top of that, so we will finish on this one. Uh, Royal Derby Hotel. You love it, Sam. Adam love it. Uh, Fitzroy, Brunswick Street in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. Sports bar. Yeah, love absolutely. Sport, it is. Yeah. yeah. They have the Godfather Parmigiana, massive Parma. Mm-hmm. Where's this going? That's going. New Year's Eve. That's where Trav's having his go. reception. Oh, yep. <laughs> New Year's Eve. We love New Year's Eve. What are we going to get up to on New Year's Eve? Why not head down to the Royal Derby? It's hosting a retro sports-themed dress-up party this year for New Year's Eve. Yep. And we've invited our mate, Kiappa, to come down and wow. do some dancing, that... storytelling and push-ups. So get your dress up <laughs> and come down to the Derby where for $95, 25. everything on the night is included. Do you reckon he just threw the push-ups? They went, you can do, uh, if you tell a few stories, what about push-ups? No, that's okay. No, push-ups. Surely Midnight Captain Cucumber comes out. Oh, of course he does. Cap is named for his special little friend. He's little little Warwick. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, a mate of mine was at a a footy club when he did a sportsman's night. Yeah. And basically, yes, he's got some stories, but it was really... It's about pushing the merch, right? Oh, oh really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what merch I, does he roll with? This is a while. I'll never forget it because I can't believe that my cheap friend didn't get me one. Uh-huh. It's the Warwick cap of wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got yep. wine. Yep. Where's yep. wine? Yep. Well, have you, have you, did you know that? No, I didn't. No. no. I would have picked the tea How could you not buy a, a bottle of Warwick Kappa's yep. vintage wine or whatever yeah. it is? Oh. Caps have. Yep. <laughs> Oh, fuck, he's already using that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Grimshaw wouldn't have come up with that, I tell you. Yeah. So you can head down. So uh, Derby, Gary Westwood will be playing live. Oh, oh DJ Kalua. Whoa. We'll be mixing that retro party tunes and some late night R&B. Yeah. DJ Kalua. Got that's way. That's, he's made that. So throw on your old. Genre, <laughs> genre his own, really. Yeah. So throw on your old football Guernsey from the 80s and dust off your old, or dust off your old aerobics outfit and get on down for a night of fun. Oz style. So forty dollars entry entry entertainment canopy canopies canopies. Yep. Ninety five dollars gets you drinks from seven pm till midnight, and then one hundred and fifteen. We'll take um, it if you're not early bird. So top price. Oh, one hundred and fifteen right, right. gets everything laid on. So one hundred and fifteen is when you're walking past, you yep. see someone doing push ups. You yep. go, "Who the fuck is that? Is yep. that Warwick Kappa? Yeah, and then is you that, wander uh, in straight away. Is that Warwick Kappa's wine in there? <laughs> one hundred and fifteen bucks. That's what you get for free. I don't actually have any plans for New Year's Eve at this stage. Well, now you do. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, if I chucked on forty dollars now, heading to get the, hang out with the Wiz. I mean, what better way to bring in twenty sixteen? There is no better way. Yeah. I can think of better ways, uh, boys, but that might be. I might be there. We're head down. Junk time party. Why did yep. you read that out? Because uh, it's very fascinating. Because <laughs> we well, love Warwick. We love Warwick. We no, I it. love the Wiz as well. Last year's grand final, uh, grand final day, he had Capapalooza yeah. down at the Savoy Hotel on the mm. bottom of Burke Street in the corner yeah. of uh, Spencer he, Street. Which he which did do again this year yeah. on grand and, final and day. And we went. Yeah, we went down. Oh. We paid $10, I think. Yeah. Yeah, to go down to Capapalooza. Yeah. And I got to have a fighter with him, but Adam had already just left. I just missed him. I know. So I've got to go nice. to this. I've got to go to this. I yeah. know. I know. Can I come to Capapalooza next year, though? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If I'll, you book I mean, early. I'll be Is it bu- grand final day? Grand final day. So yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be pretty busy. But, yeah, you guys head on down. 
<laughs> there it is. Yeah. You've been pretty good today, Chamber, I'll tell you, other than your ridiculous T-shirt. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. your face paint. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are junktimeoverpod uh, at gmail.com. Uh, keep on sending in your emails. It's great. Any footballers in real life, feel free to send them through. Uh, we are junktimeoverpod at Twitter and Facebook. Uh, th- Mr. Sam Pang, thank you very much for joining us. Chambo, Rosie, you're no Grimshaw, but I tell you what, I've had a great time. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, mate. Will you be doing more of the uh, driving around with the Carlton players next year? I don't know, Rosie. Are you? Uh, I did this thing called Driving with Sam Pang. Yeah, uh, they're really good. A lot of blue sky that one to come up with that title. But, yeah. um, mate, I'm thinking of passing on the baton. Oh, I like it. Why would you Kappa? like it? Yeah, I would, I would, I would happily do mate, it. because I'm done after two years. Oh, well. Because you've, you've done all the good players. I'm going to be in the car with Josh Boots, mate. Yeah, handballing over your sloths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that, though. Yeah, That'd be actually. a good episode. Will yeah. you do more Friday front bar? Friday front bar is coming back. Yeah, that's but great. I, don't, I just don't know what... Uh, what you can say? I No, I don't know what's going on. Oh. Yeah, sure. Mm. But I think it'll be back. Yeah, great. Because I love doing that. Yeah, it's it a really great good. great show. Mm. Hey, Thanks, we're going to catch up. Hey. See you, Adam. Goodbye, Michael. See you, Sam. Bye, Michael. Go Hawks. Fuck you. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.